Hello and welcome to the Bear Down Breakdown, folks, here on Sports Tree LTD, our NFL show across this platform. Folks, I'm Connor Rauch, and we're going to jump right into this week with our NFL rundown, starting with our power rankings. Coming at number five, again, is the Baltimore Ravens. Coming at number four is actually the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They fall down one spot, switching with the New England Patriots, who move up one seed. Coming at number two is the Arizona Cardinals. And coming in at number one is, of course, the Green Bay Packers. Getting into our NFL stump and bump of the week. Now, our NFL stump of the week has to go to the Minnesota Vikings. They lost to the Detroit Lions. That is all. And our bump of the week, folks, has to go to the aforementioned Detroit Lions. They get the first win of the season at home in front of their fans on the final play of the game. Jared Goff goes out and gets the job done. I'm, I'm actually happy for them. And I'm even happier it was over the Vikings. Way to go, guys. You got a win. Yay. Getting into our fantasy up and down now, folks. The guy that you have to put up and into your lineup if you need a starting quarterback this week is Taysom Hill. The man rushes a lot. I mean, a lot. He rushed for 101 yards last week and added an extra 264 yards in the air. As long as he's a QB1, he's a top QB fantasy option. Another guy that you should put up and into your lineup is Pat Fryermuth. That's right, folks. I said it. Pat Fryermuth, the Steelers tight end, has five tutties and a two-point conversion in his last six games since the bye. He's been on absolute fire since the bye. Ben Roethlisberger's go-to guy, and I like him to have a big night here tonight on Thursday Night Football. I'll get into that a little bit later. As for your fantasy downs, folks, the guy that you have to put down and out of your lineup right now is Allen Robinson, and here's why. He's been banged up, and he just isn't a number one guy. Probably the biggest fantasy flop of the year. Darnell Mooney has really taken the reins as the number one guy in Chicago now, and Allen Robinson's contract. Yikes. He was a franchise tag this year, looking for a big deal. Well, those aspirations just went... <clears throat> Another down, folks, is Mark Ingram. Not because he hasn't been playing well in New Orleans, because he has COVID. So, he won't be playing. So, put him down. As for my performance update, folks, this is how I've been doing this season. I got 83 wins and 30 losses with one tie, hovering right above 73% for my picks this season. So we got a few more great picks for you across the platform this week. Getting into our breakdown segment of the show now, folks, where we're going to break down the Cardinals' performance against the Bears. And man, oh man, was it a good one. Going into Chicago, beating the Bears 33-22, to just kind of controlling the game all throughout. There's not much more to take away from that than the Cardinals are a contender and the Bears simply are not. If you want to look to one positive, look to David Montgomery. He rushed for 90 yards and a touchdown. But outside of that, the Bears aren't looking too solid, folks. And they have a tough test this week in Green Bay. Now for our bear down segment of the show. We're going to get y'all ready to bear down for the Packers versus the Bears come Sunday night football. My one question is, why is this a primetime game? The Bears are awful. Like, I mean awful. They've lost six out of their last seven. That one win came against the aforementioned Detroit Lions. Yay, you beat Detroit. Now you got to take on this Packers team that's absolutely dominated you over the last few years. Despite being a great NFL quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is also a certified bear hunter. He's 22-5 as a starter versus the Bears, and he's won five straight. And better yet, this game is at Lambeau. The Packers have won 10 straight regular season home games. There's no hope for the Bears in this one. Justin Fields back under center for the first time since hurting his ribs a couple weeks ago. Well, he's 2-6 on the season with a completion percentage below 60 and averaging less than 200 pass yards per game. Yikes. The Bears' run game, however, has been solid and they've actually outgained their opponents in four straight games. 
However, they're just 1-3 in that span. Outgaining opponents and finding ways to lose games. Not great coaching. The Bears have no chance on Sunday night. You have to take the Packers in their top six defense to stifle the Bears come Sunday. Make sure you take the Packers to win at home under those prime time lights at Lambeau Field come Sunday. Packers win, Bears lose. Matt Nagy officially registers his first losing season as a Bears coach with a loss on Sunday night. All right, folks, getting into Thursday night football now. It's the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, our stump of the week, Minnesota Vikings, mind you. One of the reasons why they're our stump of the week, yes, they lost to the Lions, but since week eight, they've surrendered 400 or more total yards in four games, the most in the NFL in that span. Minnesota has had a five-point lead in every single game this season, and they are still just five and seven. And they just lost to Detroit. Yes, you're right, the Steelers did tie Detroit, but I digress. While 11 out of the Vikings' 12 games this season have been decided by a single possession, the Steelers are 6-1-1 in one-possession games this season. That is the most telling coaching stat possibly of all time. Minnesota has choked up the lead seven times and can't win a close game. The Steelers are 6-1-1 in one-possession games, and they win when it counts. So who do you think I'm going to take? Well, for some more insurance, I'm going to look at some of the players themselves. Big Ben is also coming off one of his best games of the season, throwing for over 230 passing yards and a pair of tutties. He had a QB rating over 110, and that was against a solid Ravens squad. Goff just shredded the Vikings for nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns just last week. With Delvin Cook banged up and Adam Thielen out, the Vikings seem desperate and limited on offense. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the Steelers team that has Najee Harris, that has Deontay Johnson, both guys that are firing on all cylinders, plus a defense that features TJ Watt that knows how to lead the NFL in sacks, like he did last season, and he currently is right now. Take the Steelers on the road in the upset spot. You can take them on the money line for the nice payday or take them with the three points because Minnesota loses the close games. Every single game this season, 11 out of 12 games have been one possession games. They've had the lead in every single game this season, at least a five-point lead in every single game this season. They're just five and seven. Pittsburgh's six, one and one in one possession games. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention that Kirk Cousins is complete trash under the primetime lights. He's just 1-4 on Thursday night football. Give me the Steelers on the road with the upset as the underdogs. Getting into our survivor pool pick now, folks. Last week, we had a tough one with San Francisco, but we're running out of teams. In week one, we used the Kansas City Chiefs for the win. Denver in week two, the Raiders in week three, Tampa Bay in week four, the Ravens in week five, LA Rams in week six. Week seven was the Arizona Cardinals. Week eight, we lost with the Cincinnati Bengals. Week nine, we lost with the Buffalo Bills. The Indianapolis Colts got us back into our winning ways in week 10. Week 11, we took the Tennessee Titans. We took the Chicago Bears in week 12. 12, and week 13, as I said, we lost with the San Francisco 49ers. But for week 14, the pick is in. We're riding with the Los Angeles Chargers. And here's why. No Giants running back or wide receiver has scored a touchdown in their last five games. You can't score. You can't win. In fact, the Giants are the only team to not have a player with three or more rushing touchdowns and the only team to not have a player with three or more receiving touchdowns in the entire NFL this season. They are awful at scoring. 
The Chargers, on the other hand, are averaging 26 points per game this season. And yes, the Chargers have looked a tad out of form. But at home against the Giants, this is just what the doctor ordered. Instead of an apple a day, it's an ass-kicking on Sunday for the Chargers to get back on track. For your trivia question on this week's edition of the Bear Down Breakdown, folks, we're going to look at that Bears versus Packers matchup and ask you a little inside question. When was the last time the Bears beat the Packers at Lambeau Field? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com right now. Hit sign up or subscribe. And remember, an upgrading your subscription is an upgrading your chances to win tickets to see your favorite teams play live and up to $15,000 a year. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and remember to hit it hard.